Yo, Stuchcast, the 48, 48, 48 states. I get it in. States. I get it in. That's a Tyler the Creator reference. But, um, Protector of Yins, and, uh, I had a pretty good weekend, man. Or lady, if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, went up to, uh, Toronto with my bro, with the two Chris's, man. The two Chris's, both of which have been guests on this uh, legendary podcast. Episode 50 coming up. I, I got to I gotta get something together for that. Something. I have something recorded so I can say it's episode 50. But, um, yeah, I left at, um, I got up at 6 a.m. Saturday. Took a shower. Had a nice goofy shirt with the tigers on it. Trying to look swagged up. Um, we went, picked up Syak at his place, around 7.30, and we headed out, went up I-79 like a maniac to get to Erie, drove all the way up to Erie, went to his place, uh, Dave's Diner, it's kind of like a cool little, you know, retro spot, um, yeah, pretty, pretty good stuff, man, I had like, I had some wrap, I believe. Some wrap. I think it was like the ham and egg wrap. It was pretty good. Ham and egg wrap, and there was some like little hash browns there. It was, it was good stuff. And a coffee. Always got to get the coffee there. And, and you know, we drove around, saw the glorious sights of Erie, PA, and headed uh, on up to uh, uh, what was it? I ninety, I believe. Interstate ninety, all the way up to Buffalo. Man, driving through Buffalo, that was, oof, oof, it's, uh, not much to do. <laughs> you know, you try to find something good to say, but it's just, it just, it just ain't much to do there. It's right at the border with Canada, you can go across this, the bridge, the Peace Bridge they have there, takes you right into Canada. We wanted to go see Niagara Falls, so we drove up through Niagara County and went to Niagara Falls, New York, and, um, Went and drove across there, and I got to see the falls. They, they were beautiful. It was beautiful, man. Beautiful sight to see, but um, definitely uh, super commercialized. <laughs> There's like casinos, all kind of weird shit there. Casinos, some bars, some shady areas. I don't know. It's just a big uh, commercial event. Need to make it like a. It's definitely like a state park or something like that. But they need they need to make it like. Uh, you know, just, like, this is the falls. This is all we got here. It's nice. We use it for hydropower and all that stuff. And, uh, just the over-commercialization of stuff. It just, it could get annoying. I remember seeing, like, how they show the pyramids. I think it's right outside of Ca- uh, Cairo, Egypt. They show the pyramids like it's in this desert with, like, all this mystique and whatnot. But then it shows you the other angle. It's, like, right by the pyramids is this whole entire city and just all the commercialization that is right by these period these pyramids and it just sort of takes the takes the luster out takes the mystique out that's why people take it on one angle instead of another it's telling you man those angles they could be deceiving be very deceiving so then we went right into um yeah we were in ontario and they used the metric system and uh we went on this queen elizabeth highway and it took us you could see, like, 
the skyline of Toronto. And we were like two hours away because we had to drive all the way around Lake Ontario. You could see it from where we were at, and it was it just looked sick. It looked like like Dubai, New York, something like that. It's just a major world city just right there. And we were just like, wow, man. It's great we're going to this place right now. We drove um, Queen Elizabeth Highway, man. It just it felt like forever, but I looked at the map, and it was only like, we had to drive like 50, 60 miles to get around it, but we, we were on there for like two hours. It was weird, especially coming home, man. The traffic was slow, but um, it was definitely fun. It was definitely a blast to go. And um, we drove around there, went past Hamilton, Ontario, went past all these cities, and they tell you the population and everything. And, yeah, man, that whole stretch there from, like, Buffalo to, yeah, there's a lot of people that live there. I mean, it's a major international, you know, it's a border, it's sights to see, it's stuff to do, it's flat. It's flat as heck up there. Like, wherever you get up to Erie, it's flat. Like, this ain't no, this ain't no on the hills of Allegheny, man. This is, mm-mm, I don't mess around with that. It's flat as hell, which means the streets are just nice and square. Nice square streets, and like Pittsburgh, where everything's, every intersection is like a maze. But um, yeah, it was. I remember we got into the city. Uh, tons of high rises, man. People live in these high rise apartments, balconies everywhere. Everyone got a bike. Everyone was biking around the city. All this stuff, just like huge, super diverse, all kinds of people. I mean, it was just. It was nice, man. People, people in Toronto, they talk like, <laughs> they talk lower. It's not as loud as, you can probably tell when the Americans are here because Americans tend to be loud. They draw attention to themselves and I'm definitely a loud person, I think, when I talk. So, yeah, it was, yeah, where we got in the city, parked at, um, went to the hostel. It was like Neil Lysick or some travel, uh, backpacker's lodge or something. It was nice. It was kind of like a college dorm. We each got like, we're on this floor 17, it was group D or something. And wherever you walked into D, it was, uh, walked into door D, there was like five other dorm rooms in there, but there was a hallway, two bathrooms, and there was like a common area there. So it was like your own little segment, I guess. Yeah, it definitely was like a college dorm, but yeah, so each of us had like our own separate room. We just chill there for the night. Free complimentary breakfast. But um, we went went to see the Blue Jays game, Rogers Center. That was pretty sick. That was neat. It's definitely um, stadium's like thirty years old. You can definitely tell it's thirty years old. But I'm sure right when it opened, like it was just this state of the art, like whoa. And then right when you're at the stadium, you could see the fucking CN Tower, and that was awesome. That tower was sick. It's like hey, that's the tower Drake sat on for his album. We didn't go up the tower. Uh, I felt like it would have been like 50 bucks. It would have been a cool view to see everything from there, but I just didn't feel like spending the day. And, um, yeah, right when we got there, the Yankees, uh, <laughs> like the first two at-bats of the game, Yankees home run, home run, already 2 nothing. And that's the thing about the Yankees. Every time I see them or watch them on TV, because we're always on TV, they, they always hit like three home runs a game. And they always have like a three you know, three-run homer or something like that. Like, they, they just live for that long ball and to just kill you with the long ball. They know that works because that's what brings in the fans. That's what sells the tickets. That's what the people want to see. And 
The Yankees, more than any other team, do that. More than any other team. I wish the Pirates were like that, but the Pirates are fucking cheap, small ball, you know, bullshit. Like, I, I don't even know who they got for the All-Star. They got, like, the relief pitcher who really shouldn't have been an All-Star, but then you had to have somebody. And I'm going to get sidetracked here, but just looking at the Pirates, man, the whole team's just mediocre. Looking at the stats, it's like, I, it's surprising how they're only seven games below. 500. I don't know if that's changed yet or not, but last time I checked, they were like seven. They were like 41, 48. I don't know if that's changed or not, but um, yeah, it's it just sucked. I just have no interest in going to a game the rest of the year. I went twice, but I don't know. It was just to kind of fuck around. Not like I was really invested in the game. That's what most people go for. They just go to fuck around for running at the ballpark. But um, oh yeah, back to Toronto. So yeah, we were watching the game and. Yankees won like eight to four or something crazy. Then we left and we stayed at this Amsterdam brew house. We went to this Amsterdam brew house, had a few brews. Had to wait a while to get in, but it was nice just sitting there by the lake. They had another airport too on an island, like across. It was like a little island, I guess, in Toronto. Went across where they just have an airport there, and that was pretty sick to see. And, yeah, man, just people all over the people walking everywhere. It was busy, busy town. Lots, lots of stuff to do. Definitely a world-class city. Totally recommend it if you're from, you know, if you're just from this area, Pittsburgh, Ohio, whatever, New York. It's a neat little town to go to. It makes me wonder, it's like, why Toronto? Like, why at that location? You know, it's like, what draws people in? Like, is it like a port, I guess? Like a port city? Because I think the... You know, the St. Lawrence River would go down through there, Lake Ontario. Like, Montreal's a spot on there. I think Ottawa's a spot. So, it's all along that St. Lawrence River to move, you know, supplies and items and whatnot, you know, from France and England over to the New World, I guess. Um, I guess that's why. I guess they just needed a city somewhere. They figure it's flat and, you know, we got fresh water. We're just going to build this mega city here. Like, New York City makes sense, because, like, where Manhattan's at, I think just the just the bedrock that they build all those skyscrapers on, it's some of the hardest bedrock in the world, like, statistically proven to be some of the hardest fucking rocks in the world, and that's where they just built all of Manhattan on that. So it was, it's like, yeah, and it's a huge natural harbor and all that stuff, but I don't know. It's just interesting to see how, like, cities, like, become these big things. You know, how they grow, and it's like, why you need them for? You need them for resources. It's like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's located around three rivers. It makes perfect sense. Take it down the Ohio River, you go down the Ohio River, hit all these cities along the river, right down New Orleans. And that's how, you know, Pittsburgh became a big deal, because, you know, in the hills, you had all kinds of coal and stuff. It was perfect to make steel, and right along the banks of the Mon, and Allegheny, especially the lawn. I mean, it was flat land, and you could, it's good enough to make steel and ship it down, down the river. Arsenal of democracy, World War Two, beat the Nazis, but um, yeah, it's most cities. I think most most major cities are located next to a body of water. Think about it: Miami, Chicago, New York, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle. Even in inland, they're all located next to a river or something like that. I think the only one that's like totally out in the middle of nowhere, it's 
Dallas? Dallas is like that. Phoenix, Arizona is like that. Most most major cities locate along some kind of river. Atlanta, you could say. I'm trying to think what else. But yeah, a lot of the think about that. A lot of the major cities are located next to some type of body of water. I'm trying to think. Denver, right in the mountains, but it's like Denver's a spot because you just needed that. There was so much west that you needed a stop. You needed like a place for the airport for the planes to refuel and stuff like that. Gold rush. That's what brought people into Denver. There's the, there was that gold rush. People were going out west and trying to find gold. And California too. That's what brought tons of the pioneers. All that. I'm just getting totally sidetracked, but I'm just amazed thinking it's like about cities and how they're built. Man, it's like I've tried to like. Can you think? Charlotte, North Carolina. Are they next to me? Trying to think, yeah, yeah, because there's Memphis, Tennessee. That's right next to a river. I guess Nashville. I'm just trying to think. Cincinnati's by a river. Cleveland's by the lake. Uh, Columbus. There's really no like river there. Indianapolis is another one. But they're like center of the states. You know what I mean? They're like hub cities. They've like you know what I mean? It's in the center of the state. I believe they're the capital of the state too. Missouri, St. Louis, though. Uh, Kansas City is kind of a... Kansas City's a little bit... I don't think there's a major river there either. Yeah, there's not, yeah, so there's like a few, but they're not like major, major. It's just kind of like... All the big-time big, the big -time cities, look them up. They're all located next to a body of water. Probably besides like Atlanta's metro area. That's about it. But yeah, back to Toronto. <laughs> we went to that brew house. Had a few brews. What's this place called? Um, Beer Market. It was kind of like a club. Like it, it tried to be like club-like, I guess, but not really. Had a ton of beer there. Had some Budweiser, Guinness. <laughs> Rolling, bought a Rolling Rock at the game. Backtrack a little bit. Bought a Rolling Rock at the game. That was like ten dollars U.S. money because <laughs> it was an imported beer, and it was like I only got sixteen ounces. Four hundred seventy-three milliliters. So that was cool. And then, um, uh, what is it? Then we kept drinking, then we took an Uber home, went back to the hostel, fell asleep, woke up, had a bad hangover. It's just, it was like the headache. It was just a bad headache. And it's just one that you want to go away, but it's slowly, it just dissipates throughout the day. But it is what it is. Almost 15 minutes. 15 minutes done with the podcast. Ugh. I just keep talking until it's like 20. Or whenever I finish telling this story. So, yeah. Sunday we went to um, uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. That was pretty cool. A lot of nice hardware there. And we met some guy in, like, right where they had the replica Stanley Cup. Not the fake Stanley Cup, but, like, Nah, they're not fake. Like, the cups are real. It's like, it's just the, the display Stanley Cup. We saw the display Stanley Cup. We met, like, two dudes. We met, like, this dude who's from Pittsburgh and actually worked in Robinson Township. <laughs> so it's like, no matter, that's like such a Pittsburgh thing. It's like, no matter where you go, you always find somebody that's like, oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. It's like, how? <laughs> you know, who wanted to get away? Should have went to the Steeler Bar in Toronto. I can't believe I didn't think of that. It's like, you end up at the Steeler Bar. 
I'm going to look up and see what kind of steel bars in Toronto. Let me see this. Let me see this. Let me see this. Oh, man. They got one. Wait a minute. Uh, three sports bar. Steelers are a big enough market if you're looking for some. Lakeshore Red. The Black Bolt Office Sports Bar and Grill. Prime time. So, yeah, they got a couple. We could have went to one. I want to see what some of these places look like. It would have been totally decked out with the Jack Lambert. Pictures of the old Steelers. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. So yeah, they had a couple. We should have went to one. Nah, you, you need to get a license. But um, yeah, Hockey Hall of Fame was cool. Tons of, I mean, the Maple Leafs haven't won a Stanley Cup since like 1967. I think before that they won like what 23, 24 Stanley Cups over a period of what was it? 50 years or something. And that was back in the original six. So they, Maple Leafs used to dominate. It's like, that doesn't even matter anymore. Like, people don't even remember those days. Like, no one cares. It doesn't matter. It's like, what have you done lately? It's like, for the past 50 years, Maple, over 50 years, Maple Leafs haven't done a single goddamn thing. There you go. That's what happened. But then since then, man, you've had Montreal was good in the 80s. The Islanders were good in the early 80s. I think they won four straight, the Islanders. Um, and then it was Edmonton, New Oilers won four or five under Wayne Gretzky. I'm gonna look up, look that up. Wayne Gretzky, he owns all the records. It's crazy, like how good his stats were. It's like almost like how it almost seems like impossible <laughs> to be that good of a player. Because how tall is he? Six out. Only weighed 185 pounds, and he scored all those goals, got all those points. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Let me see. This is gonna be How many times did you win the Stanley Cup? Is it four times or five times? He was with the Oilers until eighty nine. Eighty eight was with the Oilers until eighty eight. So ten years he was with the Oilers. The Stanley Cup. Oh, they won like 1989-90. So they won four Stanley Cups. Yeah. And then what? In the 90s, the Penguins won two in a row. And then the Red Wings were really good for a while. Then the Blackhawks have won three. The Penguins have won three. They have a total of the Penguins have five cups, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. The Penguins are one of the best teams ever, though. Hockey teams. You gotta say, they're up there. One of the great clubs. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they don't even matter anymore. I mean, it's like, scratching them off. But in terms of great players, I mean, you look at Yager, Lemieux, Crosby, Malkin. Those are four of, like, you could argue, those are four of, like, the top 25 hockey players of all time. Mario, like, top, Mario and Sid Crosby, top five, six, right? And you put Yager, is probably, like, top 15. And then Malkin is probably somewhere around somewhere around like 25-ish. It's crazy. All that talent, man. You gotta enjoy it. But, um, yeah, went to the Hockey Hall of Fame, rode some bikes back to our hostel, checked out. Uh, I ate a burrito. And then we took the long nine-hour drive home with some stops. 
stopped to get gas. It was like five bucks a gallon U.S. dollars here, but in Toronto, it's one U.S. dollar is worth one point three dollars in Canada. So it's like if I had ten dollars, it became thirteen dollars over there. So yeah, I went to a gas station and got like a gallon and a half of gas because it's like I didn't want to spend that much money. I don't want to spend spend five dollars a gallon. I'm gonna try to get like. 10 gallons of gas, you know, 50 bucks, like, unnecessary, so just go back to the States and do cool there, but, um, oh, they had a combination of Wendy's and Tim Hortons, Tim Hortons was everywhere, man, it was like the plague, it was like the Starbucks of, uh, Canada, Tim, Tim Hortons was everywhere, every street corner, because people like their coffee, I didn't even try it once, I should have tried it, but, hey, it was always nice. And uh, stopped in Niagara Falls for a bit. Got to see the falls a little bit close up. That was cool. Went to Buffalo, stopped in Buffalo on the way back, trying to find something to do. And just couldn't find one, man. I had to go to Qdoba. <laughs> Boy, then took the long drive home. And uh, yeah, big world, man. You got to get out and experience shit sometimes. I can't believe it's July 9th. Oh, man. It's crazy. But uh, I think that's that's my trip to Toronto, man. Oh, people almost got into a fight at the bar. None of us. We just saw these two guys. Like, people were, like, dancing around at this one bar we were at. I think it was that beer market or whatever. Everyone was dancing. seemed like having a good time until, like, this one guy was like, what are you fucking saying to me? And then these guys were just getting into a fight. And everyone was, like, looking. We were just staring because we were all kind of drunk. We were just like, what? <laughs> Nothing escalated, I don't think, but it was just, it was wild. Oh, Border Patrol. Yeah, that was, that stuff could get scary. Getting checked at the border. And they ask you a bunch of questions. They were just like, going into Canada, they were just like, what are you here in Canada for? We just said, go to Toronto, see the sites, tourism. And then, um, yeah, they just asked me questions like that. Then when we got back, though, in the U.S., they were like, how much money you got on your person between you? And we were like, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Something. 60 bucks each, maybe? So, like, you bringing anything back with you, drugs, alcohol, anything like that? Nope. So it's definitely sketchy when you're at the border, man. At any border. You do need your passport, though. That's just the way it is. Open borders. I don't know about it, like... I don't know. It's just... I'm no political expert, but it's, it's like, you, you do need, you need a passport and a visa to go to certain countries. That's just how it is. I mean, yeah, it's just how it is. I think it's, I think it's awful. It's like what they're doing down the southern border, but it's, you know, just detaining people without trial. It's, it, it, I don't know. If you find people and they're like in the country with they're not supposed to be here. It's, I don't know. What do, you, what do you do? What if they're like a good tax paying citizen? Like what happens? Do you pay a fine at that point? You should probably pay a fine for like just lying about your stat coming in here illegally. You should probably pay a fine. But if it's like, if they're tax paying citizens, man, I mean, just, well, they're not citizens, but if they're paying taxes and, you know, doing what needs to be done, no history, record, crime history, anything like that, yeah, you might be a citizen. Pass the test. That like I bet no, most Americans don't even know their senator, congressman, whatever it is. So there you go. But 
at the same time, man, it's just uh, down south, man, there's a drug war and all that stuff. Human trafficking is a major issue, too. Like, people coming across the border. There's definitely, like, this is why people need to, you know, there's concerns of, like, kidnapping people and human trafficking. That's definitely a concern there, too. It's like, no one talks about that. It's just, I don't know. Definitely a sticky situation. And it makes sense about how it's, like, some age, some Border Patrol agents, like, ICE and stuff like that. They're, they, some of those guys definitely take it too far. But it's just... I don't know, man. You need, like... Oh, man. There's some sick fucks coming over the border, too. Like, at the same time, it could be anybody. But it's like, you know... It's... I don't know. I'm not an expert on that. I just have my passport. And, uh... Yeah, that's what you need to... Get out of the United States and go to other countries. You need your passport. That's, like... That's all I know. You gotta go get one. But, um... Yeah. The moral of the story is, um, I'd go to Canada, man. It was super fun. I loved it. Huge city. People were gorgeous. Gorgeous people everywhere. You know? Alright, I'm gonna... That's the podcast. Episode 49's next. And, uh... Yeah, see you then.